When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bup Nation. Let's go. Let's go, baby. DMVR Bus Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. It's the last day of November. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Days are hard, man. I, I I know. Like, I didn't know it was Thursday when I woke up. I My whole world has been just thrown off since uh, basically the start of the week. I literally so. wake up, I look at my phone, I go, wow, Thursday already. <laughs> Allie goes... Aren't you on Broncos today? I was like, shit. <laughs> yes, I am. You made it, though, right? I did. We had a great show. You guys always have a great show. Thanks, man. What is up, chat? How's everyone doing today? What's up, everyone? Um, all right, let's just get into it, I guess. Coach Prime is, uh, well, people are mad again. Good. But this time, it's because uh, Coach Prime is one... Uh, SI Sports Person of the Year. 2023 SI Sports Person of the Year. The obvious and only choice. Far and away. Yes. And first and foremost, <clears throat> I highly recommend reading the article. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some fat, fantastic facts and anecdotes and little quips and things like that in the article. Uh, super well written, I should actually double check who wrote that um but i'll get you if you do read it you'll it'll become even more obvious to you why coach prime is the sports person of the year because sports jake are a conduit yep uh and obviously they're entertainment based which coach prime dominance but it can be so much more and i think we've had like an up close and personal view of that this year um, and so any, you know, not anyone, but it's not uncommon for a athlete or a coach to go out and do something special on the field. Um, but I think what this highlights is how special everything else coach prime has done for the university of Colorado, for the Boulder community, for buffs fans, for uh, the nation, mm-hmm. at least, you know, that sounds grandiose, but for the people that believe in him and support him yeah. and follow him all over the country and the world, um, this has been a unprecedented year for Coach Prime. So I think he's the obvious choice. Uh, and I just, in this opening part, want to make sure I, I point this part out because this is easily, I think, the coolest and most impactful thing that Coach Prime has done. Um, Applications at CU are up 26.4% year over year. That's impressive, right? Yeah. Not as impressive as this. (laughs) African-American applications are up 80.6% at the University of Colorado. Uh, And in the article, it says, like, now this can't directly be attributed to Coach Rob. Yes, it can. Of course it is. (laughs) Yes, it can. Uh, I'll do it. I know that, you know, sometimes you got to be whatever. I'll say that. And I've said this before on this show. But I'll say it again, and I'll probably say it a million times. Um, I grew up in Boulder. I went to CU. 
I love those two places dearly. And I can admit that the one thing that those places lack, being Boulder and CU individually, is diversity. Uh -huh. It's always been an issue. Uh, and for Coach Prime to walk into Boulder, shed a light on what it is, be, be welcomed, and then be welcoming to anyone who wants to come here with him um, has been remarkable. And the instant impact of that is really, really special. And so, yes, the record and, you know, the success on the field matters for sure. But what Coach Prime th did this year goes so far beyond that, that that's why for me he was the obvious and only choice for this. Yeah. I mean, it's a story about uh, culture, combining cultures, the story about belief, first and foremost, I think. Mm -hmm. um, it's a story about, I mean, really just trusting and believing in yourself and persevering, I think, too. Uh, what Coach Prime has done, not only for CU, but to Boulder, I mean, it's easy to see. I mean, I was only here a few months before he got here, yeah. and it was easy to see. Yeah. So that's just Boulder in Colorado, too. I mean, you look at, you know, just at our tailgates, the people that we meet there coming in from all over the country, yep. how he's been able to bring all these people together uh, under the CU banner and really inspire hope. Remember when he was interviewing that kid or that kid went to interview him at the press conference? I think it was the last one. Yeah. And just like moments like that, like that's what it's all about. That's what Coach Prime is about. And... Um, I don't know. He's just another reason to stick it to the haters because uh, Coach Prime does far, far, far more good than uh, people actually think he does and just goes above and beyond in almost everything he does. It's absolutely true, and it's it's so cool like just to, to see it from the inside um, because it's so easy to hate from the outside yeah. when you just close your eyes and... Uh, you know, you blind yourself to anything that he's actually doing and you just say, like, I don't like the fact that he wears a gold chain with a whistle on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's just too flashy for me. Um, but when you actually get to see the impact that he has on people uh, and the opportunities that he provides for people and the way that he cares about others, I think it's really, really cool. So to all the haters out there, I know you're always watching. Actually read the article. Yeah, you should, because I think you'll learn a little something. Now, I know you don't want to learn something, um, and that's how you ended up in this position that you are right now, because you never wanted to learn anything. Um, but maybe for once, just try. Read the article. See how you feel about Coach Prime after that. And we still haven't even hit a year yet. <laughs> what is it, a year early next week? I believe it's December 3rd. Yep. Sunday, the day before the portal opens. I want to read one more um, little excerpt from this Sports Illustrated article because this illustrates something totally different that I've talked about, which is the impact that a strong athletics and namely football program yep. can have on you as a university. Absolutely. Uh, and I have always beat this drum because it's so obvious to me but can be so hard for others to see. Mm -hmm. So here it goes. In the Colorado Chancellor's office, a delighted smile spreads across the face of 77-year-old Phil DeStefano as he tells a story from earlier this year. 
One of the school's five Nobel laureates was recruiting a nationally acclaimed scientist from California to join the faculty. The laureate wanted to set up a campus visit to interview, and the chemist agreed on one condition. Quote, she wanted to meet Deion Sanders. He met with her for 45 minutes, Stefano says. On her way out, he said, here's my telephone number. Give me yours. I call all of my recruits after they visit. Incredible stuff. Always recruiting. Incredible stuff. <laughs> he's not just recruiting for be- uh, for football. He's not just recruiting for women's basketball. He's recruiting for the science department. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, and again, he wants everything around him to succeed. Every Everyone yes. around him to be elevated. It's not just about Coach Prime, as so many people love to say. Uh, just a, a, a lovely little anecdote. And the other best anecdote in here, uh, which should be shared is from the lead of the story which is setting the scene for yep. the the cover photo shoot mm-hmm. for sports illustrated uh and i'll just read the whole paragraph because i think it's great the coach of colorado is surrounded by his people his agent the school's chancellor and the athletic director and 99 year old super fan peggy copham were among the entourage as the photo crew poured over details, Sanders lobbed one-liners at his son, social media maven Dion Jr., Buffalo's quarterback Shador, and safety Shiloh. He wrapped his arm around his daughter, Colorado basketball player Shello Mai, kissing her on the temple. He bent over to speak to tiny Peggy so she could hear him. Peggy is Dion's match in terms of personality. Quote, I thought I was coming for the swimsuit edition, she said. <laughs> Legend. Peggy's the best, man. The actual goat. Um... It's just, I don't know. It's crazy to think that all this happened already in a year. Mm -hmm. And I think what's made clear by this too, um, and it's something that a lot of people, I guess, look past or just don't even consider because it's always about, oh, what's Coach Prime's next move? But he just loves CU, man. And it's so dope to see. I mean, he's embraced it all. He's embraced uh, Peggy. Um, the relationship he has with Rick George. I mean, he's, the stuff he says about the chancellor, like yep. obviously the women's basketball program and coach Payne, like he just absolutely loves CU and it's so cool to see him really put his whole heart into it and give back to the university as much as he can. I think it's one of the reasons why he's so successful in everything that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't do anything half. Yeah. Uh, you know, he comes to Colorado. He wants to lean all the way into Colorado, and mm-hmm. that's something that allows you to be successful. Um, what's the name of uh, Jonathan Smith? Did you see his introductory? I don't even know what that was. Like, did they catch him when he got off his flight or something? Because um, it wasn't an introductory press conference. It was like a yeah. It was like an a, they got like a, a camera hallway. on him in a hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's they're asking him all these questions about Michigan State and. He just completely fumbled the whole opportunity by being like, yeah, no, uh, I don't know yet, but I'm really looking forward to learning more. Yes. And it's like, man, you took this job and you didn't like bother to come with a couple one liners about their tradition or their success or a legendary player or a game. It like, makes it sounds like he was really just trying to find any job to get out. Yes. And, you know, it looks like you're doing it for the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Coach Prime, you know, he shows up and he's he knows about Rashawn Salam and Cordell Stewart. And, yep. uh, you know, he does the video with Ralphie. I realize that Jonathan Smith hasn't had time to do all that yet. But even just from day one, it felt like, oh, Coach Prime is bought in. Oh, yeah. To what what he's getting himself into. Mm-hmm. Not just here for 
you know, as they would say on The Bachelor, the wrong reasons. Right. Uh, I go back to the introductory press conference every time, man. Because, I mean, I didn't know what to expect before that point. Obviously, never, like, met or spoke to the man, never been in the same room as him. Uh, and we just talked about him while he was coaching another team for, like, two, three weeks. Yep. And so he comes in, and just the part in his speech where he's like, you know, these people just, you guys just really want to win. Yep. And darn it, I'm going to give you that. Like, that type of stuff. Like, that was when it was like, this actually does mean something to him. And it was just really cool to see. Yep, yep absolutely. So uh, it's been a hell of a year. Not and even a year yet. It's year one, man. I year know. one. It's only just begun. But I think that this article dropped at a perfect time. And I do feel that timing. Oh, yeah. Uh is never accidental mm -hmm. when it comes to the greats. Um, like, it's not accidental that Coach Prime will be on Good Morning America on Monday morning, the yep. day that the portal opens. Yep. Um, but I do feel like this dropped at a perfect time because the season didn't end the way anyone wanted it to. Mm -hmm. um, and I think not you and I or a lot of the people in this chat, but I do think some people lost perspective on what actually happened here. Yes. Um, six losses in a row can take it out of you, you know? Uh, and, and it was a setback. But when you take a moment and you read this article, I think it gives you a chance to zoom out a little bit. And we've talked about perspective a lot, but a lot of our perspective is about where they came from mm -hmm. as a football program. Mm -hmm. I think this perspective opens it up to so much more. Uh, and just makes you remember, like, what is happening here is special and unique and rare. And wins and losses in the end will be what determine the success or failure of this um, from a large scale. But one of the reasons why I'm always so positive when it comes to things about Coach Prime is because of the fact that this has already been a success. No doubt. It's already been a, a massive success. Uh, to what he's done here for the University of Colorado. So uh, perfect timing on the article. Uh, Sports Illustrated also spoke to Constance. There's an article from her in there, too. Uh, I think there's quite a few, actually. I mean, it's obviously just kind of an episode or uh, episode uh, addition? addition yeah. <laughs> of the magazine about Coach Prime and just everything he's done this last year and the people who helped him get to this point. Anything else? No, I mean, Alex in the comments saying, what actually happened? Go <clears throat> read the article. <laughs> Just go read it. It's not that hard. Well, maybe it is, but. Thank you for carrying that segment. I got us all set up for the next one now. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Hestra Job Gloves. Uh, if you need to get shit done, get some Hestra Job Gloves. Of course, the cold weather is coming. Don't be shoveling out the snow with your ski gloves. Use your Hestra job gloves. Um, they're comfortable, they're warm, and they're extremely durable. They got tons of different styles, and they're great for year-round work uh, on DIY projects, gardening, construction, all kinds of stuff. They're also made from high-end materials and create longer-lasting, better-fitting work gloves. Visit www.hestrajob.us and use code DNBRJOB to get 30% off your next purchase. And anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at hestrausa.com. And then our friends at Game Time. Whatever city you're in. They got me into the game last night. They did. There was only a couple tickets. Um, 
but game time actually had hooked me up with a credit mm -hmm. so i didn't have to play pay the ridiculous prices thanks to game time but um they they're always there for you they're always there for you they are uh game time hooked me up with a credit a few weeks ago and i got into a nuggets game because of them also vanessa let us know what flavor of olipop you had and Alyssa, can you screenshot vanessa's comment <laughs> uh we will get dr vanessa olipop. excuse me in a bit too um but shout out to game time holidays are coming up one of the best gifts for the sports fan in your life is to buy them some tickets uh, football, basketball, whatever it is. Also, just whatever's going on in your city. Concerts, events. Check out Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. And redeem code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. <laughs> All right. Got lost in the comments there for a second. I'm a I'm a little brain fog today. Okay, had a long night. Do Let's we want talk to talk about? about do we want to talk about this basketball game right now? Let's talk about it real quick. All right, we'll get to portal stuff here very shortly. Vanessa went. Doctor Vanessa uh, went tropical punch. Trying root beer next. You're a big root beer fan. I am. Root beer has made my list of uh, top olipop, top pops. Cream soda is still the number one, bro. Cream it, soda is the it goat. It just can't be topped. It is the goat. But root beer's right there. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, you said it on the show, right? That I was prepared. I should be prepared for uh, quite an experience. I did. I tried to warn you. I said it's the worst media setup you'll ever experience. And you were spot on in that. <laughs> that was a nightmare. I literally would have been better off staying home than going to that game last night. Not I, because they lost. It's yeah. not because of the outcome of the game. It's because I literally could not do what I was supposed to do there. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do anything either. It was crazy. Let me start by saying this. Fantastic atmosphere for a college basketball game. It was great. Yeah. I said it on the show yesterday. I said it's going to be a great atmosphere in there. I'm sure of that. Um, and credit to CSU, man. They, they're a good team. They're yeah. a good basketball team. Um I think we would win at home, uh, and I think neutral floor would be a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. But all around, uh, good game, fun atmosphere, and you know me. I'm a silver linings guy. Um, I think I would trade a loss for finding out that Cody Williams is a dog. Bro. And that's what we found out last night. Shout out to KJ Simpson, too. Yep. We My already God. knew he was a dog. Of course, but damn, he is... Really taking it to another level this year. He has. And Cody took it to another level last night. Like, the way he was attacking and finishing around the rim <laughs> yep. was special. Also, his Euro step, I'm pretty sure, can cover from the three-point line <laughs> to the rim. Yeah. And then his length when they were trapping at the end of the game. Like, they need to have him be the point man on trap just yep. every game at some point. Yep. He's a problem. He had zero points in the first half. Finished with 21. Wow, 21 points in the second half is crazy. Uh, he went 8 of 12 from the floor. Um, had uh, three rebounds, no assists. Uh, he was just, I mean, he kind of just took over, basically. They needed an injection of just scoring and just overall offense. The ball was dead in the first half, basically. And Cody was just like, 
I'm good. I'll just take over from here. Yeah. I'll just take it to the hole every time. Yeah. It was great to see. Wait. So tell me why you couldn't do your job. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so we walk into the arena. Obviously, great atmosphere, all that, whatever. Uh, Justin is like, all right, you got to go up there. I was like, wait, what? This isn't what I was told or where I had to go. Because you were telling me I'm yeah. like in the students and all this stuff. And so I was. Did you see what I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was ready for it. I was like, all right, let's just make it happen then. Yeah. No, I've got to walk up to the rafters of the stadium. Uh, we get up there. How'd you get up there? Stairs? I literally had to walk to the back of the arena and then up like of like the rafter thing. Like, oh, my God. We could have walked out the door and been on the catwalks oh above my the stadium. God. Oh, yes. You should have done that. Is uh, there any sign that says you couldn't do that? No. Damn, you should have like gotten a picture from right above. <laughs> that would have been sick. I mean, I'm, are you afraid of heights? I kind of am, yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> I could just tell when I was saying that. You could see the like trepidation uh, in his eyes. No, I was good in the bro. They the students were like jumping. That box was like shaking. Oh during, my yeah, god, yeah, it wasn't great. Anyways, <coughs> I show up, walk in there, and there's literally like, I mean, it's not a very big box. It's maybe the size of the studio, which is I don't know. 25, 30 feet or whatever. Yeah. And there's, no joke, like 20 chairs just right next to each other. So we couldn't sit down. People were like standing in the box there. Oh, my God. Why didn't you like move some chairs out? Well, we eventually did okay. because um, we had like NBA scouts up there and they obviously <laughs> were like, fuck this and headed out. Oh, my The God. other, I didn't even get to the worst part of this is that the Wi-Fi was just down, down. and just not working all night. Yeah. I think I finally got a connection with like eight minutes left in the first half. Literally had no tweets the entire game until that point. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's a mess. Um, not exactly a marvel of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Architecture. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny that you were. So I was literally like. If I had a broom, I could have like hit the floor below you. Yeah. Um, Cause I was I was right below this like thing. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I think Allie actually is like, I think that there's people in there. <laughs> I was like, what? No way. And then sure enough, we see a door open. Someone walks out of it. We're like, holy shit, there are people mm -hmm. in there. And then I saw a picture from the other side. It's like, it's like if you took um, what are those like giant storage containers called? Are they pods? Kind of. Yeah. But like. Uh, like they started like building like houses out of them and everything. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, it's like if you took one of those and just suspended <laughs> it from the rafters. Uh huh. That's like what you guys yeah. were in. Pretty much. Like it, it was probably just like bolted on like to the ceiling or something. Yep. Like. Yep. I usually don't like when um, media complains about their conditions that they're working <laughs> under but this one's just funny oh i gotta tell you about <laughs> someone who lost their fucking mind oh, last night yes. <laughs> i love these stories i didn't see it because i was up in that box but i heard it from rg and justin okay i have some guesses <laughs> shipping containers like that, that goes on like you know yeah yeah like boats yeah that's what it looked like you guys were inside of yep that's pretty much what it was were you scared that it was just gonna fall out of the sky? I really did not like when they started <laughs> jumping, bro. <laughs> I really didn't like that. To be honest, it did not look very like it had very much structural integrity. No, it didn't feel like it. But yeah, anyways, the fuck, the internet was just terrible. So I don't know. I'd get a tweet out, and then I'd be just watching stat broadcast, and then I'd see the time would stop. Yeah. Like oh, 
We're just watching the game now. Back to the drawing board. (laughs) So it was just, I don't know, weird game. Anyways. Anyways, let's talk about the portal. The big news today, uh, Dante Moore, former UCLA quarterback now, Mm -hmm. uh, formerly the number one overall recruit in the country last year, has entered the portal. I think he played a handful of games. I don't think he's able to redshirt from what I remember off the top of my head. He might be able to, but uh, this guy was highly touted. Picked UCLA over like Michigan, Oregon, all these schools. He's in the portal. Uh, Chip Kelly was someone who was rumored to potentially be on the hot seat. He ends up beating USC, and then it comes out, I think, on like Sunday that they're going to keep him. Yeah. Which makes it more surprising that Moore is transferring. Yeah. Um, this is such an interesting part. Like the transfer portal, I've talked about it a little bit recently, but like the transfer portal has become crazier than we could have ever expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think everyone is looking for a better opportunity at all times now. Uh, and uh, for whatever reason, I guess a lot of times, especially in this case where nothing's changing, like it's almost an admission, like I made the wrong decision. Yeah. But you get a you get a mulligan uh, now in college football, and so I, I don't remember what were more stats. I don't think they were very good. Um, they weren't very. I mean, Garber started a lot, and yep. uh, Schley played quite a bit as well. Yep. And then <laughs> I'm pretty sure against the Buffs, Schley was 0 for 1 with an interception to Travis Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one is Jaden Rashada, and his yeah. stats were also terrible. And still led the Sun Devils in passing touchdowns with like did, three. With three, like that, that. I think he had all in his first game. Crazy. Uh, all right, I'm pulling up the game log right now. So Dante Moore actually played quite a bit. Threw 213 passes last year. Uh, completed 53% of his passes, 1,600 yards, 11 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, looked to be sacked quite a bit too. Has minus eighty three rushing yards on the season. So not good. Uh, and the reason I bring this up is not to like shit on Dante Moore. It just goes to something that I've I talked about when Antoine Hill was committed, and I said you don't want to have to pass the reins to a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really don't want to. And, and a lot can change between now and when Shador. Uh, inevitably goes to the NFL, but it's a cautionary tale um, because it is so rare that a true freshman quarterback comes in and dominates um, and 11 touchdowns to nine interceptions compared to what Shador did this year, which was what? Like 30 to three or something? 28 to three, something like yeah. that. Uh, it's That's going to lose you football games. Yeah. Uh, and Rashad is the same way. It's just really hard to come in and do it from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I wanted to talk about that when Dante Moore's name came up. Is like, you want to try and get the pathway built. You know, m- maybe it, it's Stobbs saying and mm-hmm. having two years, you know, to really get ready. And then he comes in and then there's a highly touted freshman who's behind him. And like, you want to be able to stack it that way. So yeah. you're passing the torch to someone who's been around. Yep. Uh, so to go through the timeline, Dante Moore committed to Oregon on July 8th, 2022. 
was committed all the way until December, last December. Then he took an official visit to UCLA on the 9th. And then 10 days later on the 19th, flipped to UCLA. So Oregon's going to be in the conversation, I'm sure. I mean, every school, I think, that sent an offer to him is probably going to reach out again. Yep. Because it literally wasn't even a year ago he was being recruited. Someone, a couple people in the comments have mentioned getting Cam Ward to be Shador's replacement. Cam Ward is getting offered millions Guys, of dollars to go be please. the starter at like the top schools in the country yes. that are losing their quarterback this year. So uh, he's not coming to Boulder, unfortunately, no. even though we love him. DJ Uyunglele. Great pronunciation. Thank you. Uh, another one, for now, yeah. Another one of, uh, I think, second overall recruit back in the 2020 class. Obviously had the game of his life against Notre Dame when he played for Clemson in that year. Uh, goes to Oregon State. We know what's going on there. Everything is just in flux, really, with that program. They do have a head coach now. They hired the D.C., I believe. But he's entered the portal. Yeah, that's... Uh, I saw someone being like, this is the problem with college football. It's like, he's transferring because they don't have a program left. He kind of got screwed over. Yeah, he did. He went there to go play for Jonathan Smith and compete in the Pac-12. Yes. None of those things are still there. <laughs> no. Uh, so I don't blame him at all. I, I do feel bad for our faithful, uh, faithful Oregon State watchers that we have yeah uh but of course he's transferring and he's a grad transfer so he can do it like yep. you really kind of get two free transfers if you just have to space them out properly yep uh damian martinez i saw that's oregon state's running back he had a quote uh saying that he's pretty much just gonna stay who's that damian martinez oh nice good for him so We'll see. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see some sort of exodus from Washington State and Oregon State coming up here soon. EJ Smith, uh, former Stanford running back. Son of Emmett. Son of Emmett has entered the portal. Uh, he played, he's been at Stanford a few years now. Class of 2020 was the 109th overall recruit in that class. I think he had a pretty decent season or was working up for a decent season two years ago and then got hurt. Um, I don't think – I don't remember him playing at all during the Stanford game this year. I think he did get in there a little bit. Okay. Yep. Because um, I remember turning to the people next to me and being like, that's Emmett Smith's son. Um, maybe he was their kick returner or something okay. along those lines. I mean, that's an obvious one, right? Of course. Now, you could make the argument that Colorado doesn't need more – um, crowdedness backs. in yeah. their running running back room. What's the word I'm looking for there? Whatever. Uh, you guys get the point. Um, that being said, every school in the country has like eight running backs that they think are solid. Uh huh. Uh, especially the top ones. I remember, was it Mike Sanford? Yeah. When we did our sit down with Mike Sanford. Yep. He was like, "Man, we're playing USC, and Travis Die gets injured." And you're like, oh, okay, like maybe a little break for the defense. Like the next guy came in, I think he was better than him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, a lot of those big schools, like there's the old stories of Alabama. Obviously, you know, this is a place we're trying to get, but like Alabama with like Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, like all of these different people in the same running back room. Yeah. Um, so it's a, uh, you do want talent there, but you also want to make sure that the guys that you have that you like, 
proper opportunities. But that being said, the EJ Smith, Emmett Smith, Coach Prime connection is, is clear. And yeah. there's another one with a connection. Uh, yeah, we'll do him right now. Jordan Clark has entered the portal. Uh, Arizona State cornerback. He was actually one of their representatives at Pac-12 Media Day back in July. Uh, yeah, again, the son of Ryan Clark, 5'11", 168, out of Louisiana, was a top 400 player in the 2019 recruiting class. I think he's got one year of eligibility left. Uh, but him and Jalen Conyers, come on down. Let's go. Give us the whole Pac-12 Media Day squad. <laughs> PHNX is going to hate us. Yeah, they are. Um, but <laughs> give me Jalen Conyers and Jordan Clark. That'd be awesome. And Jordan Clark can play, man. Yep. Uh, and then we have Braylon James also entered the portal. Who's that? Uh, he was a, he's a wide receiver who committed to Notre Dame back in January. He was in the 2023 recruiting class, was... A 247 sports composite four-star, 137th overall player in the country, 22nd overall wide receiver from Round Rock, Texas. Uh, he entered the portal. I do not see you did offer. Um, I don't know if that was before or after Coach Prime got here or not. I don't think he necessarily did too much this last year. I don't remember that name off the top of my head. I could be completely wrong, though. And then we've got uh, Braden Rome, offensive tackle out of Cal. Uh, he said he's played in over 25 games. I think he started something like 12, 6'6", 270 out of Gilbert, Arizona. That's where Cody Williams is from. Uh, was a 247 sports composite three-star in the 2019 recruiting class, but has obviously proved himself at Cal at the Power 5 level. I think he has one year to play. He is in the portal. Uh, DJ Wesselak out of Missouri. Arden uh, Walker, quote, tweeted this guy. Yes. Was one of the best recruits in the 2022 recruiting class, 166th overall player, 15th overall edge out of Boonville, Missouri. He has entered the portal. How about this one? 2022 first team all SEC wide receiver Antoine Wells out of South Carolina. Mm. Uh, I think he was hurt this year, but he enters the transfer portal. Maybe an option for your Zay replacement. There you go. There's a couple more here that I found notable. Uh, give me one second. You mentioned the Missouri kid. Oh, Trevor Etienne. No, that was fake. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I saw that too. <laughs> Dang, I was like, well, I, only reason I was going to bring it up is because of Travis Etienne's tweet at saying that maybe Trevor needs to go play for Coach Prime. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. actually. Okay, I mean, so who not, knows? Not Trevor Etienne yet. <laughs> it's the only thing you can say about anyone when it comes to the portal is not yet. I mean, man, Florida is kind of a mess. But they did have an, a Florida-wide receiver who was actually transferred. Yes. You want to try the name? Yes. Ty Chakiel Bowman. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was a Juco recruit in the 2022 recruiting class at an Independence Community College. I think that's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 6'2", 190. Um, I feel like the name Chakiel Bowman sounds familiar. Navarro Bowman, maybe, in your head? No, like, I don't know. Okay. Um, but he's in the portal. 
And then I've got... Damn, these fake portal entries are getting everyone. There's an Evan Stewart one that I saw that I thought was real. Turns out it was fake. Uh, Evan Stewart, is that He's the... A Texas A&M wide receiver, I believe. I don't know. Let me see. Uh, last one I have is San Diego State offensive tackle Cade Bennett. 6'5", 295. Was a recruit. Back in 2020, uh, I think he enrolled initially to Oklahoma State, made his way to San Diego State, so I'm assuming he's a graduate. Um, but he is available as well. There you go. Um, and then someone in the comments, I think it was Travis, said, we need more wide receivers, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. You always need more wide receivers. Of course you do. Uh, and the real my real answer to this is Colorado – is losing their most productive wide receiver. And you can <clears throat> sit there and just hope that someone steps into that role that you already have on the roster. Obviously, Omari and Miller would be the number one candidate to do that. Right. But as I think we talked about on Monday, he hasn't yet shown the ability to find openings the way that Zay has. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just a talent that takes time to develop. You know, a lot of these guys come from high school. They're big, they're fast, they're strong. They don't have to, they don't, they just go catch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that's just how it is. Whereas now you show up and like just running your route to the exact depth that Shador is expecting you to can be the difference between another first and 10 and then second and 10. Uh, and it happened a couple times with a couple different guys this year where they just, Shador's expecting them to stop one one yard shorter. Yep. They ran one yard longer, and the, the ball whizzed by their shoulder as they turned around. Yep. Um, and so I'm not saying, oh, can't do that, because I think he can. Mm -hmm. But you go into the portal, and you try to find a guy who you know can do that, uh, you know, and has put up 1,000-yard seasons or close to it and knows where zone coverages have weak spots. Ramad Chakiel Bowman. Who's that? That's who I was thinking. He played wide receiver at Northwestern. Okay. Nice. Just a random name that stuck in my mind from back then. Uh, Evan Stewart, I don't see that he has entered the portal. No, that's what I was saying. Is oh, it was okay. a fake post. Yeah, be careful out there, man. It's that time of year. I didn't. Is fake portal stuff? I feel like that's a new one this year. I mean, I was able to ring off three tweets calling programs dead, and they all blew up. So That's true. It's true. I mean, I think most people, it blew up because most people knew what you were doing. And then it reached people who didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I have, uh, I became the troll. Yeah. You trolled the trolls. It was hilarious. I had a ton <laughs> of fun. <laughs> all right. That's all I got on the portal. Let's see if anything coming through last minute. All right, we're good. Shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Um, for like the fifth month in a row, the Broncos or the Broncos <laughs> Country Pale is the beer of the month here at the DMVR bar. And you know what? Don't change it because the Broncos have been winning. Let's go. Keep As it I rolling. said on the Broncos show today, uh, the Broncos are going to finish the season on an 11-game win streak. You want to know why? Why? Because the Broncos and Buffs were never allowed to win on the same weekend. That's true. There's only one win per... T per uh, the two teams, well, the, the Buffs don't have any more games. So Broncos aren't losing. Man, 
If they make the playoffs, I'm losing my mind. We only have two home games left, too. Did you know that? Broncos? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go Bucks said Travis can't replace Zay, huh? Travis is playing the Travis role next year, not the Zay role. Right. Like, <laughs> they were on the field together. Yeah. Travis can't play the backside X and the playside Z at yeah, the same exa- time. Exactly. Like He could, but that's not what he's supposed to do. That's not the two-way ability we're talking about, though. Yes, exactly. Uh, But anyways, Breckenridge Brewery has a beer for any occasion. Come hang out at the DMVR bar. We got tons of them on tap. Um, You can try out some of our favorites, Mountain Beach Sour, Mile High City Golden, Strawberry Sky, uh, Broncos Country Pale Ale, and the Fun Slinger. Or just come out to our tailgates. We've got tons of those and good company hard seltzers. Check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Broncos tailgates have been jumping. Last year, it was like, man, this space is sick, but it's a little too big for us. Yeah. This year, it's like, this place is sick, but it might be a little too small for yep. us. It, they've really gotten popping compared yeah. to last year. Yep. Uh, and then shout out to Olipop. We've already talked a bunch about Olipop today, but we got to give them their flowers. It's a new kind of soda. It uh, can also help you improve your gut health. It's packed with nine grams of prebiotics in every can. Um, also, much lower... And sugar than conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. They got tons of flavors. I mean, I don't, I put a number on it. How many Olipop flavors do you think are out there? 20? At least. Yeah. Uh, you could try some of our favorites the cream soda, the root beer, uh, Orange Squeeze Classic Grape. Tons more. Use the code DMBR20 for 20% off your next Olipop order. On drinkolipop.com, Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Super, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. All right, Alyssa, what are you trying to do to me here? <laughs> I feel like this is so fitting since it's portal season of the name game. <laughs> I got to get Jake. my workout, yeah. <laughs> All right, so explain the game uh, and the rules. Uh, I don't think there's any rules, okay. <laughs> but um, so I just picked names. I think I picked seven of them. Two are like rap R&B artists, and then the rest <laughs> are athletes. Okay. <laughs> oh god! Jake has to try and pronounce. Okay, just I'm, me. Well, I'll, Ryan, I'll play along too. too. Yeah. Here's the rule: there's no pausing. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to say the name fully all the way through without. Skipping or along. Am I allowed to mentally process my pronunciation yes, though? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you get a five second shot clock. Okay. Five seconds, that's it? That should be enough time to oh read a God. name. Oh my God. You guys I are just setting me up for disaster here. That's the point. It's going to be fun. <laughs> okay, are you ready? We're ready. Uh, I think I know this one. Gene Ico? I would have gone with Gene Ico. Close. You paused. Close. <laughs> It's Janae. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, we should have known with the. Ah, uh, with the the E. Yeah. The, is that that's a an artist? Yeah, she's an R and B artist. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Alexander Zinchenko. Oh yeah. Let's go. He's a soccer player for Arsenal. Uh, I was Hell guessing, yeah. Uh, that sounds like a, uh, a hockey player. That sounds like an opera singer or something. Alexander Zinchenko. All right, take your time. All right. 
Uh, Ivan Prozvitov. Dang. Pretty good. Let's go. Ones, see the the like Russian names like this are usually pretty phonetical. <laughs> true. 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 There's just a lot of words. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sandro Mamakulavashkil. I can't do that. Uh, say it, Alyssa. How do you pronounce hold that? Hold on, then? hold on. Let me try. You go, yeah. I can't see it. Hang on. Uh, Sandro Mamakulashvili. So Harrison sent me this one. Sandro Mamukulashvili. You can't even do it. I think I got it right. <laughs> I think you might have. Mamu Kilashvili. Yeah, there you go. Boom. That's a dub. Uh, okay, you should get this one, too. Oh, that's easy. That's all about Albert Okwebunam. Mm, no. <laughs> Albert Okwebunam. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy, he says, and then butchers it. But I have like one like syllable pronounced wrong. It's the, I, everyone calls him Albert O. Yep, that's true. Is that the last one? Uh, I got two more. Okay, let's go. Oh God, Jaques. Do you wanna Jaques? Jaques. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That was a. Uh, he made an appearance at uh Buffs game this year, at least one. Yep. I don't know who that is. It was that one member you were like, do you know who this guy is? The king of R&B, I think is his Twitter handle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember yeah. now. Uh, okay, last one. R&B is a bit of a blind spot for me. Uh, me too. <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. I'm just not in tune. Oh, my God. Fa'alili <laughs> fa'amoe. That's pretty good. Fa'alili uh, fa'amo. I don't know how to say this one at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's Washington State's offensive lineman. <laughs> I think I did pretty well. Yeah, yeah I mean, the one, uh, the one that you messed up the most was the Sandro, the basketball player. Yeah. Although I thought his name was Sambo. Anyways. See, I'm not as bad as you guys all think I am. I... Completely disagree. Wow, man! Come <laughs> on. But it's fun. I Bless. yeah. Uh, Melanin Film says that's the fake king of R and B, though. Alyssa. Dang. I didn't say he was. She said that's, that's his Twitter. Instagram that's or Twitter, Twitter oh, okay, handle. Okay. I did not. I did not say that. Thank you, Vanessa. No, I'm proud of my performance. Uh, you know, we can always do better. There's always room for improvement. Uh -huh. But uh, I think we uh, accomplished what we set out to do. I would say, uh, what, what was the phrase? You're not where you want to be, but you're not where you came from. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. <laughs> um, Everyone's really encouraging you in the in the chat. Wow. I, <laughs> now I'm getting texts wondering how I messed up Janae Aiko or whatever the... How did you say it? Janae Aiko. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest. I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard that one. Uh, I know she was like featured on a Drake song a long ass time ago, but Ooh, that's about which one? I don't know. I just remember seeing the name from that. Okay. What song is it, Alyssa? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Let's see. 
Let me see. All From right. time. Which one? From time. Okay. All right. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I know Janelle Monet. I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right. They do keep me on my toes. The names, yes. They, they keep you sharp. They keep you sharp. Uh, you said don't do Janae like that. I, I'm sorry. I, uh, what do you want me to do, I'll man? Go, I'll go. Uh, I'll do some homework. I'll go listen. I, I, I'm open to all music. She's really good. I like her a lot. All right. Shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the bright weather ahead. Uh, strong, durable frames and extremely clear polarized optics. Shady Rays has, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of combinations. Shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Today is the last day for their biggest sale of the year. It's their Black Friday sale. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. <laughs> My pronunciations are getting better. They no. say. <laughs> Give me some credit, damn it. <laughs> oh my god. And then shout out to Breckenridge Distillery. Oh, um, yeah. They've got tons of great bourbons and whiskeys. They also have the Broncos Blizzard, a new vodka commemorating the first white alternate Broncos helmets. Uh, try some of their Reiki seltzers. Uh, we've got those here at the DMVR bar, they're at Mile High. Keep an eye out for them. They're clutch, but also be careful. Uh, Breckenridge Distillery products, products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer. Visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. What is the slogan? I'm not saying it. Give us a try. I'm not saying it. Uh, you guys already made me do a pronunciation game. I'm not saying it. <laughs> we told you yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, we did tell them the right pronunciation. You gotta, you gotta. Sh you can't say I'm getting better <laughs> and then not be able yeah. to get it one day after we no, told it to you. No, because I'm gonna say it wrong and I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> say Honestly, it. you not I'm, saying it is just as funny as you. I'm looking out for Breckenridge Distillery here. Opry anywhere. There you go. Thank you. Just drop the S. A P R E. Opry. Opry anywhere. Yeah. There you go. Well, can't wait to you forget that You just undid one. all of your. You said you were getting better, then you couldn't even get a word that we told you how to pronounce yesterday. I don't know what you want from me. But that has become a whole thing in the DNVR office about how no one knows opera. What is that, French? It is French. I think. Feels French. It definitely sounds like it. All right. The Questions. People? Let's talk to the people. Who are disappointed in our lack of R&B knowledge. I mean, I try. I don't know what you want me to do, man. Sorry. I am who I am. <laughs> Ray says, my cousins traveled to Boulder from Ohio for a game and can't stop talking about it. Loved it. Loved Boulder. Loved a breakfast spot named Dots. Have you all been to Dots? Oh, yeah. I have Dots not been to fire. Dots. Dots Diner. Just there a used regular, to be two in Boulder. Just a regular diner? Um... I feel like that's downplaying it. It's well, not like um, yeah, no, I know. Just like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, Boulder doesn't really have diners. So when I first had Dots, I was like, damn, this is sick. Like, just the whole like, kind of like '60s vibe in there and all that. Um, 
What? He's so right. John DeMera, the goat, for sure. It's all these um, uh, re- like words that get taken from other cut uh, other languages and yeah. then used in ours. Obviously. Someone was like, most of the names weren't uh, American names, so you're okay, Jake. I mean... I need to see you to up their uh, Polynesian recruiting just to watch Jake struggle. No, I mean, I already did Chakiao Bowman today, and uh, there's definitely going to be more. The Notre Dame guy from yesterday. Yep. Yep. I mean, we're the just getting like, started. The first time you talked about Cam McKell, you said Michael, and then I was like, are you sure about that one? And you're like, yep, 100% okay. sure. And then you've, you've wa- wavered. No, said. I literally heard Josh <laughs> Newberg call him Cam Michael. And I, cause I, I, call, I thought it was Mikel. He's guessing just like you. I guess so. But then I watched <laughs> him commit live on Instagram, and one of his coaches is there and calls him Cam Michael. Ooh. Why don't they have pronunciation guides? Like, I tried to look up that Southern Miss guy yesterday, and there's no... Yeah. Jaquan... Jaquan... What's his name? <laughs> Scott. Scott. I think it's Jaquan they, in the chat said, I think. Jaquan Scott. Um... They need to put pronunciation guides on these guys' rivals' profiles. Yes. Or 24-7 profiles or on their huddle. I agree. I don't know. I'm trying my best here, okay? Uh, Devera Scott. RK, your love and realistic approach to the near for... Need. Or need for diversity because of prime... In your show, I will head to Boulder next year, put on in the pre-show, pre-snow pre era. After all, I'm a San Diego uh, girl. Love it. Love it. Can't wait to have you out Thank here. Thank you, Navarro. Uh, and yes, our our weather doesn't quite compare to San Diego's. No. It ain't bad, though. It's kind of funny. Like, in the San Diego State press conference that I watched yesterday, Yeah, all they talk about is the weather. <laughs> That's like it. That's, their that's all they have. That's what we got. We got the weather. Um, well, that's why no one cares about the sports out there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, it was it was funny though. Like every single person that talked referenced the weather. The athletic director, the president, Sean Lewis, all got multiple weather references. And like to be fair, the weather there is so elite. It is. But I mean, it's a funny thing in like a football press conference to talk that much about weather. I mean, if San Diego's a 10, we're literally a 9. Maybe an 8.5 if you want to argue because of winter. Yeah, I'd give us us an 8.5. I mean, it's not far off. Sean Lewis just enjoyed a year out here. Yep. It's The thing about San Diego is it's, like, so predictable. It is. That is true. It's, like, going to be, like, 75 and sunny every day. Maybe a little sprinkle of rain. Very true. Uh, speaking of Sean Lewis and the offensive coordinator, read the article that I stayed uh, uh, up way too late writing last night on the DMBR.com. Ten potential candidates for CU's offensive coordinator position. How many we got watching, Alyssa? Uh, 1,100 watching, 339 likes? Looks like it. Uh, let's get that to 500. Come on, guys. Crush the like button and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, Mr. Support Friend says, if the portal was around when Tom Brady was at Michigan, do you think he would have entered the portal a sophomore year? Great question. Um, <laughs> Getting into Michigan history with Jake over here. Yeah. I'll, I'll scroll on my phone while you guys Tom talk Brady about this. Tom Brady and Drew Henson? You don't know about this? Nope. 
Oh, man. Tell me the tales, Jake. I mean... Take me back to when you were two years old. <laughs> I was like five at the time. <laughs> but uh, Tom Brady came in. Uh, obviously, wasn't a very highly touted recruit. Yeah. Played. Uh, Drew Henson comes in. He was a very highly touted recruit. And Lloyd Carr was kind of just between the two. Mm. Um, and Henson ended up playing, wasn't really playing as well. Had to go back to Brady. Uh, and I think it was, I mean, it was over the course of like both of their careers, basically. Like it, this wasn't a one-year thing. But I assume Brady still wasn't that good. Uh, he's He wasn't bad. Okay. I mean, he got Sixth drafted, bro. Yeah. Beat Alabama in the Orange Bowl. Okay. like. Well, that's different Alabama. It, but. Sure, but... Brady did some. He beat Ohio State. Like, okay, all right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good story. Uh, Thank you. You never answered the question. Um, Would he have entered the portal? Probably. Man, probably. Yeah. If you go back, you could probably like take away Heisman's from several schools. Like, oh, would have entered the portal. Yep. Wouldn't get it. Yep. Um. I mean, shoot, go back to Tim Tebow. Remember Chris Leak and Tim Tebow, like that whole thing? Yeah. Yep. Wasn't Cam Newton around too? Yeah, he was. Yep. Cam Newton did transfer out. He got in trouble though, obviously, yeah. but yep. I mean lots of situations like that. All right. <laughs> From Dioso um, Blanco, who I think I recently learned is a CSU fan. He is a CSU fan. <laughs> um, so how is the portal supposed to work? Once kids are in the portal, teams reach out and try to convince them to come while also trying to raise NIL money. Can teams coordinate with money sources? Kinda. Everything um, in college football is a gr exists in a gray area. Yes, of course. I mean, so once you enter the portal, teams can reach out to you. Unless, unless you're <laughs> Riley Leonard, is that yes. his name? Who we always learn some new term every offseason in college football. Yeah. And this year we've learned Enter the portal with a non with a no contact tag. Yeah. Which means don't call me, I'll call you. Yes. Which also means Texas AM offered me a fuck ton of money to not <laughs> talk to anyone else. Right. I'm guessing. Pretty much. Uh so yeah, that's the one discrepancy. I mean I don't know. These programs like the coaching staffs and the boosters are so intertwined, they kind of both know what's going on from the NIL's perspective, mm -hmm. from the recruiting perspective. Mm -hmm. So they obviously come together and they realize that, you know, we got to gather this amount of money if we want to get this guy, basically. Yeah. And usually it's done more with like a middleman than it is with the coach. Um, like a lot of coaches don't want to even talk NIL with the players. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a whole other meeting that the player has with a different person on the staff where the player is going to say, hey, just so you know, Florida State's offering me a million dollars. Yep. And then either they have a budget then that they know they can offer them or they say, okay, we'll get back to you. But then Colorado might say, okay, well, we'll we can't give you a million, but we're willing to give you 650000 Um But again, that, that happens separate from the head coach. Mm -hmm. um, the head coach probably has a larger understanding of what's going on, what what the goals are, what the budget is type of thing. But they're not having like direct conversation. Coach Prime isn't calling up 
you know, a booster directly in like, right. in most situations saying, hey, we need a million dollars for this kit. Right. It's like, you know, a little lower down the yeah. the chain of command. Corey and Box and those types of guys. Yeah, I'm and sure. yeah. There's all there's all sorts of guys who are involved in that. Um and then yeah, I mean We can answer that Alyssa. What's crazy is that people what's a lot of these schools are offering kids stuff that they don't have. Mm-hmm. Um and part of me gets it. It's just like Rick George, right? How are you going to pay Coach Prime's contract? We don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Yep. How are you going to pay for Jordan Seaton? We don't know yet. We'll figure it out, though. Uh, you know, like, I, I get it. But then at the same time, there needs to be some sort of regulation put in place so that these kids can't get screwed over. Right. Like uh, Jaden Rashada, you know, mm-hmm. who gets told one thing, shows up, and they're like, oh, actually, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. Even um, guys who've been in it for a while, like DJU. Yeah. They're like, I mean, that's a crazy situation, but Florida's telling him, like, well, you see, the thing is, I got a, ba- a checking account and a savings account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to transfer some funds over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you got to, uh, we got to figure out something. Like, there should be contracts involved if we're going to do this. Yep. Not just handshake agreements. We We definitely need a restructuring of rules, at least. Yeah. If not many aspects of how this sport works. Totally. And when you do it this way, the people who are willing to be more sketchy are the ones who are rewarded. Yep. Of course. I mean, Texas A&M. Yes. All right. Uh, Nicholas wrote it in the chat. See, so you offered uh, Jamori Macklin. This is, remember Jeremy Macklin? Yes. At Missouri? Uh, Do I remember the, him? We that's those were in our Big Twelve days. I remember me some Jeremy Macklin. Yep, and the Philadelphia Eagles. He is his cousin. Uh, he plays for North Texas, 5'11", 185. Had fifty-seven receptions for a thousand and four yards Whoa. and eleven touchdowns last season. Whoa! Yeah, fifty for a thousand. Fifty-seven for a thousand. Seventeen point six. Wow. Average. Uh, he was a all a conference USA all freshman team last year. Started in all four, played in all fourteen games last year, um, and blew up this year. Obviously, who were the two? There was two guys that Missouri had: Jeremy Macklin, Dorian Green, Doriel Green Beckham. No, or? before him. I don't know. I feel like there was a second guy who was like just the second coming of Jeremy Macklin, or Jeremy Macklin was the second coming of another guy. I remember Doriel Green Beckham. Yeah, that was a little bit later, I think. Wasn't he also a bust? He was. Uh, he was. He had issues, though, like off-the-field issues. Okay. I'll try and find it. And then uh, last question from Ray. Will Ryan Staub follow Sean Lewis? Uh, Ryan Staub was committed to Colorado before this coaching staff even got here. Yep. He really wanted to come to Colorado, obviously. Uh, and this coaching staff saw something in him, so they re-offered him, and he held on to his commitment. Sean Lewis did offer Danny O'Neill, though, at San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Danny O'Neill's now, like, throwing shade. Is he really? Yeah, remember? He was in the article. Oh, he was in that article yeah. we read yesterday. Yep. Um, I don't know. I have a feeling about Ryan Staub. Now, I could be totally wrong, and mm-hmm. I might just look like an idiot in, like, three days when he enters the portal. I kind of have a feeling that he envisions his path here. 
And he's like, okay, like, I got so much better from when I set foot on campus to week yeah. 12. Um, I'll have one more year to keep getting better. And then I think I can be the starter. Look, man, there's a very real chance if Coach Prime doesn't come here, Ryan Staub's the starter all year this last year. It's possible. Yeah. I almost wonder if they would have had like hit the portal and just got some other guy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm so relieved when I see all these quarterbacks hit the portal because I'm like, man, back in the day, I would have just been so butthurt when we got none of them. I know. Michigan State's all their quarterbacks have entered the portal. Did you see that? People are asking. Yeah, I shouldn't have said this, but people are asking what Danny O'Neill said. Uh, I can try and dig it up. Were you thinking of Denario Alexander? Nope. Missouri? That dude was a dog. Nope. Oh, how do I find this? Are you talking about now the Danny O'Neill comments? Yeah, I think I can pull this up if you buy me a little bit of time here. Yeah, so, I mean, going back to Ryan Staub a little bit, it could go either way. It could really go either way. Um, if he wants to go, like, be, uh, this is not trying to knock him down at all, but, like, if he wanted to go be the starter at, like, North Texas, for example, he probably could get that opportunity sure. this year. Um, and maybe there's a, a, a even G5 or a higher G5 or even a lower P power five, power four, I guess I have to start learning to say, um, that would have him come be their starter. Uh, but there's something to be said for developing and taking your time. Uh, and that was how it used to be in college football. You know, you just talked about like Tom Brady and yep. but like that's how it used to be is like you came in, you sat for two years. And then if you started your junior and senior year or redshirt sophomore on like that was a that was a good career. Mm -hmm. Now you've got guys who are starting half the time like Dante Moore is like I'm, I'm out right um last name I'll throw at you Justin Gage is that who you're thinking of in Missouri that sounds a little more familiar anyways in this athletic article from yesterday um it's just a short quote but he decommitted citing the quote possibility of coaching changes and instability across the board end quote instability across the board is what I read as shade yeah um I mean, he's obviously Sean Lewis's guy. That's what he was referring to. Yes. The thing for me, and I think it was uh, Blue Blood Bias or whatever who pointed this out the other day. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, made it plain. But it's nothing out of the ordinary has happened this no. offseason for Colorado. Nothing. No. Tim Brewster goes somewhere else. Happens all the time. Sean Lewis got Sean a head Lewis coaching gig. Got hired as a head coach somewhere else. <laughs> That's actually positive. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Attrition. Yeah. Like it happened for a good reason. Uh, obviously, there's more at play there. And then a couple of players who didn't play have transferred. I mean, Colorado couldn't be having a more normal offseason so far. Mm -hmm. And anytime something happens, everyone freaks the hell out. Not even close to the most tumultuous offseason of anyone in college football. Like, not even top 10, it's not, 15, 20. It doesn't even register on the tumultuous scale. No. No. <laughs> Everything that's happened is totally normal. Absolutely. We have a conference. We have a head coach. And we have a quarterback. Yeah. 
How many other schools can all say those three things? Probably like 30. There you go. It's uh, it's funny. I actually think that blue blood bias account is hilarious because they're like doubling down on Coach Prime to try to just like troll the trolls. Kind of like you were doing. Yeah. But did you see what they said today? Uh-uh. So did they lose all their credibility that they've been building up? No, 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 not against Coach oh, Prime. Okay, okay. They just did something that I thought was really funny. Um, so they posted about Coach Prime being sports person of the year. Right. And they put all of these um, bullet points about all he did. So like, oh, that's normal. And then the last line, it just says, Dion is the college football coach of the decade. <laughs> and then it says coach of the decade. On, Let's go. On the graphic. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I know they just they're just like twisting the knife. You yep. know what I mean? Like they know they're going to rile people up by just like taking the praise that Coach Prime already got and then like quintupling down on it. Yes. It was that, I cracked up. No, that. that's the part we're at in this cycle. Yep. Like we've become trolled so much over the last year that we've become self too self-aware <laughs> to notice when we are being trolled. <laughs> so we're able to now flip that back on the trolls. This is really existential. It, that's just what ha- I realized that like on Tuesday or whatever. That's why I did it. I was like, yep. I, I just I can see all this shit too easily now. So I was like, you know what? I'll just throw some bait out there. Let's just see who who bites. That's awesome. And hook, line, and sinker all day. Yep. Yep. It's fun. You have to know it's fun, though, or else you can fuck you up. Right. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Kamada. All right. Good show. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, I don't know, man. Stay tuned. It can get wild on a moment's notice. As I tweeted when I posted the show today, the off-season is the on-season. We're just getting started. No doubt. As evidenced by our numbers the last three days. (laughs) For real. Welcome back, viewers, also. Yep. Hit the like. Hit the like on your way out. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs.